Yes, sir. We good? It's all good. Alright, there you go. Alright, we live, y'all. Um, what's good, family? This is the Road to Victory Podcast. I am your host, Ann Diggity. I got my more of my favorite people in the world in the building. I got my brothers in the building. I got Kaya NYC, the hottest rapper in this city now, maybe the world. The upcoming hottest producer, maybe in the world, in the world. I'm saying it right now, right here and now. June 1st, 2020, 2023. Your next song, you got to live up to that shit. My next song is already uploaded. What's that? It's called Do That. Do That. Do That. And next, my right hand man, my brother, future New York best time selling author. I said that right? Or New York Times bestseller. New York Times bestseller. I don't even know they read books. <laughs> <laughs> we got TJ Hackett. Yo. AKA the blind boss oh, in the building. Let me just cut you off real fast, right? So I was talking to Teddy the other day. Teddy Basics. Mm. Right, and he like, yo, I'm like, blonde boss wrote a book, this, that, and the third. He like, oh, that's dope. He was like, did he make it in Braille? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I, I don't but, know why that's a funny question, but, right? But, but this, this is a no, funny no, saying, Do you have a Braille edition for it? Like, he know you wrote the book regular, but he like, did he write it in Braille? I was oh, like, that's I what don't think oh. so. He was like, that's funny that a blind nigga wouldn't write a book in Braille. Mm. Right? Well, it, yeah, it is, but like I said, you learn how to write brands. <laughs> <laughs> that that's, that's another added component to your shit. You feel me? That's another way to spin it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So write the whole thing in Braille, right? Right. Like book. after it's edited and all that. Right. Get it printed in Braille. And then you can sell books to blind niggas. Hey, you got to give... That's literally the blind leading the blind. <laughs> yeah, so you, you know, any blind nigga that don't got a computer, a cell phone, <laughs> or any type of listening device, yeah, I'll write it in Braille for them. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got to make sure the people speak your language. I, I had my sister up a minute ago, right? I was like, yo, sis, could I get a couple dollars? And she was like, I don't speak English. I went to Google Translate, sent it in Spanish, Chinese, <laughs> Russian, every language I could possibly get. Yo, last time I <laughs> left here, yeah. my Uber got in an accident with another Uber. Oh, right yeah. Right the building, right? <laughs> oh, shit. My Uber driver was Chinese. The other Uber driver was Dominican. Neither one of these niggas spoke English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help them figure out how to get them on their day and shit. I'm like, yo, what you trying to say? He's like, think I'm, 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 I'm like, nigga, you got to Google Translate that shit. Translate it to English. You're going to take the English, translate it to Spanish, and then we're going to figure this shit out. I was out there for like 10 minutes with them niggas. That shit was, I felt like the United Nations outside. <laughs> <laughs> so every country in the congregation. <laughs> Were first, I want to catch. I want y'all to catch us up on what y'all been. You know what I'm saying? Just catch us up, uh, blonde boys. What you been up to? Speaking to the mic and speak loud. Uh, all right, can you hear me? That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, I'm still doing my writing thing. I'm 
I'm actually happy because now I'm. I think last time we spoke, I think I was on like my eighth book. Yeah. yeah. I'm on my eleventh book now. Oh my goodness. So, I definitely just been trying to stay out of trouble, doing my writing thing, doing my reading thing. I definitely been reading. Um. Oh, I, I actually been reading up on alchemy now. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest books is um. The alchemist. The alchemist. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think I think that came from um. Another book called um the Book of Aquarius, I think. Mm. It's, it's, it's about learning how to alchemy and learn how to use all that stuff. But I've been learning that because um, I want to involve a lot of things involving alchemy and science and, and, and spiritual nature and stuff into my 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 progress. Right, right. Yeah, my progression that I'm working on. So yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I'm doing a lot of reading and a lot of learning. That's super dope, man. I'm excited to see what you're going to present to the world in the future, bro. Congrats in advance, my brother. You know, always inspiring the world, not just me and stuff like that. That's what's up, bro. And that's who you want to keep around you. You know what I'm saying? People that people that'll push you. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, I remember this story about two women who got their PhDs and they was best friends. The one of them was like, oh, she got her master's. I got to get my master's. Oh, she got her P. I got to get my, you know what I'm saying? Oh, she got a baby. I got to go have it. Yeah, that's how it be, too. <laughs> For real. Yeah, yeah that's how I said. Pregnancy is like a disease. Uh, one, 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 I, I want to stop you right there. <laughs> we don't need to go no further into that. <laughs> I hope you ain't got no decent. <laughs> I Kai NYC man, what's going on, brother? So recently, like I said, do that is gonna drop. I believe June sixteenth. Yeah, the date I set it to release, and after that, I'm dropping the song Bad. I don't know if I'm gonna call it Bad Bitches or Bad or like Bad Bad Bad. But uh, I don't uh, know. Oh, that's bad one of them ones. Bad that's bad one bad of them ones. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I definitely heard it already. So that's dropping next. Mm-hmm. I've been in I my basement cooking up. Almost every day. You know, as soon as I finish and save it, that, I send it out. Right, like, right. Y'all already see it. I'm already at like 40-something beats. 47. 47 beats. 47 beats. So we, we out there cooking, man. I've been doing some reading, some good reading. I read a book, but uh, I can't remember the author's name. It's called She Comes First. Mm. It's a book about how to eat the box. Mm. I feel like I became a cunning linguist after this. <laughs> <laughs> Preference when he says eat the box is not the when you order pizza. I ain't this cereal, <laughs> yeah. But but damn, I want to jump into that. Like, what made you? Nah, you what made you pick pick up the book on how to eat the box? So you want the truth or you want to lie? Uh, uh, you don't. You won't want to mess up a good story <laughs> with the truth. <laughs> you know, I was just sitting there, like I was talking to um my partner at the time, and I was like, "Yo, what could like in life? What could I like do to improve?" Like, and she was like, "Honestly, she was like, you do okay job, but you could be better at it." And I was like, "Damn!" She was like, "Bro, you've been picking up all these books and reading. I already got it, bro." She like, "Why don't you buy a book on that?" 
I was like, you fucking right. So I Googled it, and that was like the top book about it. So it's a dope-ass book, too. I'm going to be real with you. Like, it breaks yeah, down like the, the female anatomy completely from, yeah. that, from that angle. You know what I mean? And it just teaches you mad different shits about how was different spots assimilated and how basically the shit is... The shit is like a fucking story, bro. Right. Like, you know how the story is your introduction, your rise in action, your climax, and your result. It's the same thing. So, at the end of the book, after it teaches you all the terms and things to do, it gives you a routine. Right. And that shit works, bro. Oh, uh, so every time somebody throw up the diamond sign, it ain't Rockefeller that you're thinking about. <laughs> 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 but um, yo, I wanna I wanna start off this podcast with the same way I started off started off the last one with a, a fear foul, and I got this from another podcast. You know what I'm saying? I heard it, and it, my mind was just blown. Right? They credit. Oh, Secret to Success podcast. Eric Thomas, Jamal King. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl Phillips and and CJ the the host, mm. right? So it's a it was a female, right? Real attractive female in her forties, making three hundred thousand a year, right? And she goes on this blind date, right, at the Cheesecake Factory. Now the Cheesecake Factory is type expensive, you know. You go there, order one meal a piece and one drink. Your bill is going to be like 100, 120, 150, depending on what you order. So she goes on a date, the bill come, and dude's like, I got a gift card. So she said, she complained to her friend. She was like, Yo, I don't know how to feel about that. (laughs) Bringing me to this restaurant, I asked him where he wanted to go. He was like, Cheesecake Factory. And, and when the bill came, he was like, I got a gift card. You know what I'm saying? And so is it like fair or foul that he used the gift card on the first date? That's fair. It's fair? Just think, right? Honestly, as a gift card, it probably was a gift to him. Right. But so one way to look at it is he's trying to share his gifts with you. Mm. Yes, so that's called chlamydia or <laughs> but for real, like that's my first instinct is like, damn, somebody gave him something and he wants to share it with you. I don't think I don't see that, and that's part of being frugal, my nigga. Like, ah, you know what? People all want they want the big bang, they want the big bang, but they don't want the other side that comes with it. What it takes to preserve that life, you know what right? I mean? They just want the Ooh. fucking. They want everything to come easy. I mean, like gift cards don't come easy. But I'm just saying, like, money-wise, like, you want a nigga that's balling, that's a good listener, that talks just amount, the right amount. They want they want perfect perfection. And at the end of the day, it's like, if him using that gift card allows him to keep $150 in his pocket, in his bank account, right. why not? Right. That's probably more money he could be spending on you. That's true, that's I true. I hope he ain't spending more money wait, on that. Wait, I, I got a question, though. How, how much was the gift card worth? I don't even was know. It, was it the two free meals worth for couples? I don't even know. Uh, but uh, one of Fresh yeah. answers, Fresh was my last guest, right? And one of his answers, he was like, yo, you could have just walked in and slid the gift card to the waiter, yeah. went to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't like, even want to fuck with no bitch like that. Bro. That's wild shallow. Yeah. You ain't dying and dashing. 
Right, right. You feel me? Like he probably had a, a credit card with ten thousand dollars available. He could have spent if he wanted to. But why? Right. If somebody gave you something like to use towards you. this, right? Or he might have been saving that. <laughs> That's a fact. For that one special lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kaya, uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, the the job the job let me go at CNN. You just you. Nah, they cut the whole... The staff? Yeah. So they don't got no security? They using the uh, retired uh, on guards. Mm. Oh, shit. You know, and, and, but let me show you how God work, right? The day before, I'm like, I'm like, after this job, this job is draining me. I feel like I'm getting sick every time I come. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, this is not right. You know what I'm saying? It it instills your ideas and steals your dreams. That's what his job is. And the very next day from when I said that, they cut everybody. Yo. Right? You gotta you gotta somebody said that you gotta make sure when you ask for stuff, yeah, and you pray for stuff, you be specific so, when yeah, you talk. Right. You should have come true and it might not be exactly what you wanted, but it is what you asked for. But but that's that's my life story. Yo, that's my my life story. I asked I asked for my own place, got it. I asked for a girlfriend, got it. The girl was crazy as batshit, but <laughs> but that's what you said. You got to be Pacific <laughs> and all of that. But you know what I'm saying. I feel like doing this. I feel like God is like, yo, you free, son. You free now. You free now. It's a blessing. And he said, yo, I'm not gonna give you cheers. And tables, but I give you a treat, and you gotta figure it out from there. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So that's exactly what we're doing right now. Damn, that shit was sexy. I was just finished a book called Ikigai. 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 It's a Japanese art of happiness and longevity. That's what the book's title is. But Ikigai means is like finding your purpose in life. Right. So it's like when you are working a job. You still should be working towards your purpose because you need to find a means to an end. So you need money, right? Right. But when it says that, say you lose your job, yeah. don't hang your head because that could be the blessing you need to put more money into your purpose. Yeah. And now your purpose mm-hmm. could take off. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a blessing in everything. Yes, sir. Yes, Another sir. Another book I read was called, uh, it was about the Holocaust. And it was called, I think it's called The Secret Room or The Hidden Room, something like that, right? So fast forward to the end of the book. Those real titles, though. By the way, fast forward to the end of the book. Right, they was in there like their their uh, like their jail, like like they, they had different sections, like different houses. Right, and they weren't allowed to like meet in like groups. They weren't allowed to pray. They wasn't allowed to do nothing. So a lot of them people got their faith and religion ripped from them and stuff like that. This is like to, to make you less human. Know what I mean, yeah. But in one house, the cops never patrolled. They never patrolled, and they was able to play and do everything to keep their standard and keep them going. And then towards the end of the book, the lady asked the guard, like, yo, why y'all never came in here? She was like, y'all had a flea problem in there. So I know if I walked in there, I was going to leave out with fleas, so we never came in there. But them, mm-hmm. they, they talk about the flea problem throughout the book, too. Like, they was getting bit up and stuff. But the negativity about having fleas gave them the space to continue their spirituality and stuff like that and keep their faith where they were going. 
So it's like in every negative, right? The fleas is a negative. The positive is they was the only ones in town to keep their faith. Right. They was the only ones that couldn't. They wasn't fucked with. They didn't fuck with them like that. Just because they had the fleas. Yeah. And you know, you know what I'm realizing? I'm realizing that in every dream, in every dream, you you need a support system, not not cheerleaders, right? Because cheerleaders, and I got this from the Secret Success podcast too. It says cheerleaders a cheer for you even when you. Even when you lose it all. Right. I had an Anthony Davis shirt on yesterday. Niggas like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. When everything, when everything is going wrong, the cheerleaders will still be like, "Give me an A." <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> so you just gotta be careful about your chair cheerleaders and stuff right now. You know what I'm saying? So moving on, I was uh watching. Yo, I'm so inspired. Like, I I wrote a song yesterday called Jimmy Butler, right? Yeah. And it was it was it's not even the song, it's the inspiration, right? I'm sitting here watching the Eastern Conference Finals, game seven. Miami wins. Now it's the trophy celebration, right? And Bam out of bio, he tries to hand Jimmy Butler the trophy. And Jimmy was like, nah, I don't want it. I don't want it. Job's not done. Job's not done. He said, I, I'm going to hold on to the next one. Now, I heard that. And even as I say it now, it just sparked something in me, bro. Something in me. Something incredible. Like, like I've been wa- I've been following Jimmy since the, the playing. He, when I say he's been looking like the closest thing to Michael Jordan, bro. They definitely said that too. I seen a meme that was like, uh, they gonna start when kids ask who's Jimmy Butler. <laughs> like said, he was our age, Michael Jordan. <laughs> you, what he said? He said, if I lose Game Seven, I'm gonna retire for three years and play baseball like my daddy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so man. I'm just I'm just in the transition trying to unlock everything, bro. It's like the infinity stones. You got your soul, your reality, your, your such and such, such and such, such and such. I'm just really just trying to add it because I got the time and space and opportunity now to just unlock. Because it's not about it's not about the money. It's not about you know what I'm saying. What job you got? It's not about none of that. It's about really unlocking you. Right. So in every space that you walk into, you know what I'm saying? You you are valued in a different way, bro. That's fire. Yeah. I never, uh, I never put those thoughts together like that, but that's definitely dope. Yeah, my, one of my uh, mentors from far away, he used to say, yeah, you could work at McDonald's. Shit, if you whistle and you wear the hat, they give you an extra dollar. <laughs> <laughs> For a positive attitude and stuff like that. So, what are what are some challenges for you guys? Like, uh, just really living into your fullest potential. You know what I'm saying? What is some stuff that holding you back? Because I know for myself, it's just me. It's just me. Like, I'm at a place where I realize that I could do anything if I put my mind to it, bro. 
So it's just me. It's just me. What are some obstacles for y'all? Um, I want to say something that, besides myself, it's just trying to like, and it's and it's and it's not an obstacle because it's not a negative thing. What I'm about to say, it's not negative, but it does require a lot of time, and that's having a kid, bro. Mm. Having a kid is is when Diddy, so I think it was Diddy. And it was like, yo, when you on your grind, you don't be missing shows, you don't be missing games, you don't be missing birthdays, you don't be missing all of that. But then when you get to where you going, you're gonna enjoy all that shit. And I don't know if I'm ready for that. Mm. Like I, my son, I got a softball game to play on Thursday. Home. My son, they sent the email out. He got a show on Thursday, same time. It's like, damn, as bad as I want to play softball, I'm not going. I'm going to my son's show. I might watch him dance on stage for two minutes. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But I'd rather be there for those two minutes than enjoying myself selfishly for two hours. You know what I mean? So having a kid, I'm not really, like, even in the studio, I'm cooking up a beat. And he like, Dad, you want to, he just want my attention. Dad, you want to go watch football? You want to go in the backyard and play with the baseball? You want to do this? And it's like, ah. I'm tired. Fuck it, let's go. <laughs> you feel me? And like, I'm not the, my, my, I, my dad was never the dad to be like, I mean, he was never like, he always was at work and shit like that. So it was like, even when he retired, he went back to work. So it was like, a lot of times I wasn't doing stuff with him so much. So I was like, when it's my turn, whatever this little nigga do want to do, we going to do. Like, you want to go throw the baseball? We're going to go throw the baseball. You want to go throw the football? We're going to throw the football. He helped me make a beat the other day. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's a beat I would never have chosen to make, but the foundation of it, he picked it. And I'm just like, this is what you want? He's like, yeah, I like this. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're going to rock with this. Diggity said, that shit sound like the Rubik's Cube anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Possible to really to be an all-out parent and be all into your purpose and dreams. Mm. If you if that's not already how you get your money, yeah, yeah. And I just want to shout you out before Blind Boss go and say you 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 are an incredible father. You know, the other day the other day you were supposed to come upstairs at Blind Boss crib and you was like. Yo, I'll just meet y'all up here. I'm going to help my son with his homework. I was just like, whoa. Real shit. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, incredible father, man. Incredible father. Now, Blind Boss, what are some things that are obstacles or not necessarily obstacles, but challenges that lies in your life? I'll probably say at this point in time in my life, my, my biggest obstacle is comfortability. Mm. I mean, it's, it, it, it's like that story you told with the fleas and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, may, maybe they was comfortable because, you know, the fleas protected them and whatnot or whatever. But because they was in that comfort zone and everybody left them alone, they forgot that, you know, their God is the conqueror. I mean, if they would leave their comfort zone for that little moment or however long they have to leave their comfort zone for, the whole world would be their comfort zone now. And, and 
I feel like me being too comfortable right now is stopping me from making my world comfortable. Oh, you know, that's deep. I had that conversation yesterday, bro. A coworker of mine, she brought up something to my attention, and she was completely correct in what she said. And she said that I have so much more to offer in the space of education that she was like, I could see that you're so comfortable that you're not even going to try. Mm. Basically, and I was just like, damn. I was like, you right. I was like, I feel good right now. Like, check boom. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything yeah, good right now. Yo, that's the like, same thing with the me. That's not all of us. In every area. <laughs> Yo, if, if they didn't fire me, I would have died there. I would have never left, bro. <laughs> I would have never left if they didn't fire me, bro. But, yo, going back to that book, Ikigai, you definitely got to read that shit. So, in order to find your purpose, your Ikigai, it got to be four things. It got to be something you love to do, mm-hmm. right? Something that the world needs. Mm-hmm. Something you're good at. Right. And something that you get paid for. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So if you if it concludes three out of the four, two out of four, it's not your purpose. Right. So niggas gotta get money, bro. You gotta figure out how to purpose your life and make money from it. Right. Right. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, what are you good at? I'm good at raw. <laughs> the world don't need that. And now, Wait, and now, say the world don't need raw. You know, you know how many uh, uh, criminals give the police system jobs nowadays. That's true. You know, you know how many broke <coughs> poor people actually keep welfare, uh, give give welfare all those people jobs and stuff like that. But that's the thing. Going back to comfortability, like I used back in the day, I used to work with, with these twins, right? But we was making six dollars and seventy five cent, right? This is about 2007, oh, 2008, 2000, minimum Those wage. Sound so long. Yo, sound crazy, right? <laughs> Yo, they. Bacon, egg, and cheese was $4, though. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, this is the era. A bacon, egg, and cheese was like $2, $2.50, so Matt. On a hero. Oh, oh, yeah, on a hero. Like $4. Oh, yo, remember on your block, they had the $2 bacon, egg, and cheese and the $2.50? <laughs> yeah. $2 one, they wasn't putting on no gloves. <laughs> 250, they were like, all right, we're going to put on some gloves. <laughs> but, um, then, oh, comfortability, right? The the twins that was making two, 675, they rent was only $50 a month. Two apartments, $50 a month each apartment. So they were like, why the f- why would I go somewhere and make more money when, you know what I'm saying? I'm here and I'm chilling. And, and the rent is this. If I make more money, they're going to raise the rent. So they were, you, when we talk about comfortability, you know what I'm saying? Yo, that's real. <laughs> that's real, bro. It's hard to determine the perfect level of comfortability. Yo, yo, I, honestly, your comfort level now may be the best thing for you. Like, I mean, yep. Unfortunately, we're not fortune tellers. And nobody knows the future. What time is it? Uh, it's three o'clock, three o three. Um, um, damn, I just had it. I I heard this this podcast gonna be sponsored by the Secret to Success podcast because this is another thing I heard. They said the only class that struggle is middle class. 
That's like the rich people don't struggle. The poor, poor people, people are, struggle. you know what I'm saying. The only people that struggle is middle class. That's very true. <laughs> it's crazy. Yo, I know somebody right now who rent two hundred dollars a month. Got a decent job, right? She got two jobs though. Yeah. The second one is like a part time that she worked one one to two days a week. Yeah. So those is the pay stuff she gives in. And then keep her rent that low. And other shit, she just boom with her other check. <laughs> yeah. Great, bro. Nigga, me, I'm scratching and surviving, man. Right. Scratching. Shit is just, I don't. <laughs> I be looking at my check like, yeah. And I just put out my calculator and start doing all the minuses, the bills and shit. Yeah, yeah. I look at the last number, and my son be like, can I get a game? God, God, nigga. fuck. It's gonna cost you twenty dollars just to go buy the eighty dollar game. <laughs> now, I know Kyle, you about to dip, but I said this on the last podcast, and I'm a, I'm a ask again. I want to get you guys' opinions on it. So, like, uh, one of my favorite movies is. Um, what's that joint with Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino? He play a lawyer. Oh, oh, Devil's Advocate. Devil's, Devil's Advocate. You seen it? Yeah, a long time. I don't remember. I know I've seen it. So, so, so this is the basis of the movie. He's the Keanu Reeves. He's a lawyer. Al Pacino is the devil. So Keanu Reeves is like eighty and old, never lost. You know what I'm saying? He that good of a lawyer. So, but morally, is wrong. Like. One time he was representing a, a defendant that was accused of molestation. He was a teacher, and he molested one of the tra- child's children, and they was on trial. So now Keanu Reeves is defending him, and the little girl's on, sta- on the stand. Keanu Reeves is watching this dude touch on himself while she's giving the testimony of what happened and how he molested him. And right then and there, he had the decision to be like, yo, hell no, I'm not representing you. But he was 80 and old. Right. He was, at the same time, he never lost. And, and one of the biggest scenes in the movie, Al Pacino was like, yo, all you, and Al Pacino is the devil. He like, yo, all you had to do is lose. And in the outburst, he like, okay. he like, I don't lose. I win. I win. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to get you guys' opinion, like morally, if you winning, 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 80 and 0, you know what I'm saying? Where do you draw the line morally? You know what I'm saying? Well, you got to know where your morals are. I just had this, you know, I coach baseball. At my last game, I had this conversation with one of the kids. So he comes to all the games, but he don't play, right? He's not one of our, he's not on the team. But he's cool. I let him in the dugout and shit like that. So he like, yo, coach, let me get a jersey. I'm like, for what? He was like, because they ain't doing nothing with it. Let me get one. Let me go play. <laughs> I was like, nah. I'm like, nah. He was like, yo, ain't nobody going to know. I was like, I'm going to know. Mm. And my morals won't let me do that. Mm-hmm. He was like, that's crazy. So you won't let me. Like, even if you only had eight players, you won't let me play? I was like, probably not. I was like, I'd rather lose than lose my soul. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Like, Fuck it. Well, I, I was losing your soul at him. Because that goes against what I believe, my nigga. I believe 
as a person that plays sports for so many years and different levels of sports, I believe that people, you're supposed to give your all when you play in sports. Right. right. You're supposed to give your all. So you telling me you not you don't want to play on a team because you don't want to come to practice. That's what he told me. Right? He was like, I'm too lazy to come to practice. But you want to play. Absolutely fucking not. No. My morals will say, my nigga, you don't deserve to step on this field. I'd rather nobody play than to let you play. Morally, though, because at the end of the day, bro, once you lose your morals, you don't have nothing. Right, right. You're going to be like New Jersey Turk, Robin Ole for the person. <laughs> you know, it, it's crazy you say that because I just heard something today brought to you by the Secret to Success <laughs> podcast. He says, stop making food for people that only want to go plates. They don't bring no cups, no juice, no nothing. All they just want to do is take, 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 take. You know what I'm saying? That's fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one of them ones, man. But um, going forward, going forward, you know, what, what would life look like, you know what I'm saying, in the next five years? I be feeling like... The older we get, it's just like, damn, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't feel my age, bro. I'm feeling, I'm at the point in my life where I'm feeling like I'm catching up to my age, but I don't feel my age. I feel like 19, bro. Nigga, I fucking feel my weight, nigga. I don't feel my age. The weight gotta go. So in five years, that's what I see. I feel mm. the same way I felt the first time I got. <laughs> I don't think anything changed. <laughs> All right, Kai, I know you got to go, so we're going to wrap this up. I want to thank y'all for coming out, man. This thank is real special. Uh, any any last words? You know what I'm saying? Yo, read more books. I don't care if you're listening to them, reading them, following them in Braille. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, man. Read more books and like the the short synapses is cool, but I say the full length things it gives you the filler that you need for it to be complete. You know what I mean, right? So read the whole things, not just the summaries and spark notes and shit. Read the whole things, whether it's for to learn or for entertainment. Read, bro. That shit. I don't. And the good shit, a, a, the good shit, apply it. Just try it. Even if you read one sentence, if it blow you away, just stay on that sentence and practice. Right. Practice. Uh, practice. Uh, uh, Blind Boss, what about you? Um, <coughs> I guess uh, uh, my final words would be uh, 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 try to manifest some faith, enough faith that it will help you bring you out your comfort zone so you can complete what you have to complete. Mm. be where you want to be. Mm. Right. That's fire. Right. Fire, fire. And my my last words is, come on, Apple. I know you ain't coming out with butt plugs. <laughs> Yo, that's <laughs> crazy, right? Added bass. <laughs> <laughs> what? Apple trying to get all the money. <laughs> Next is the <laughs> Apple <laughs> dildo. <laughs> Apple Cochrane. <laughs> Let's, when is when it's gonna stop? Blind <laughs> <Alley laughs> boss. So I told blind boss about a dream I had, and he wrote it. He made it into a book. Oh. 
So I just started reading it today in the car, and I was stuck mm. on one line. Bad <laughs> 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 law. Wait, what law was that? Nigga gonna say, um, I tell you about beating your meat <laughs> after booty call hours, you give me nightmares. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Yo, yo, when I say I couldn't read past that line, but like, I even called him like, yo, bro, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my imagination be crazy sometimes. See, <laughs> I tell you, inspired. We talk about the song so horny that all is inspired by porno. <laughs> Touch it. Don't rub it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, man. We out of here, man. Get my brother out of here and stuff like that. Right. Road to Victory Podcast, which you love. Peace, wealth, and truth always. Peace. It's just different. Uh. 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 Yo, Zan Only improving, this man is fantastic Only celebrate with people you was in the lab with Chemistry, energy, if it's meant to be Then it's meant for me, social studies Creating history, I'm talking homework Only paper was loosely with a wingman Couldn't afford a two-piece, my life is like a movie Zombie though, dead special, God bless you Had to participate in my own rescue Uncle said, go ahead, nephew, keep pushing forward Remain center, but I'm looking forward Shooting star, praying for a sign Just point guard on the road to victory Said nothing about a scorecard Fill with your scar with bruises Nothing leaked through though Started learning self-love Started letting people go Basic education but still feel the need to know Standing in the mirror Asking where the leaders go The teachers go He reading slow Maybe he's remedial Watch me even the odds Got up on that TV show It's unbelievable Sort of like what Big said But I'm dope like Tobey No way. way.